Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So Dwight, the next one we have is Gather Intelligence. Yeah, so Gather Intelligence could be very boring or it could be very exciting. So what I would want to do is I want to start the team, the little scene, uh, running down what the team needs to do. Could be an NPC, it could be this works really well in like a mercenary type of campaign or a war campaign, but it also could be something as simple as somebody's hiring you for a job. And I guess in that case, you're kind of acting as a mercenary, even if you're not at war, but, um, or somebody else, some ex- NPCs explain to you like what we need to do. And so what they're trying to do is some sort of, um, look, we need to gather intelligence. We need to scout some sort of area. And so just to really hit upon some that you've already really used to, this could be, we need the plans to the Death Star, right? Mm-hmm. We need political dirt on a senator. We need uh, the contents of a safe in somebody's home. We need the plan of the battle from the enemy general's lips. We need a map to a secret asteroid base that your rival mega corporation is using to stage a war on the mining planet. Now, it doesn't matter how this information is contained. You must you know, need to figure out how to get it out. Now notice you need to figure out how to get the information out. This was, uh, you know, so like, do you beam it to the rebel forces? Do you steal the memo from the corrupt Senator? Do you take the evil letters showing that your neighbors and who he says he is out of the, out of the safe? Do you somehow figure out how to eavesdrop on the enemy general in like a different form? Like you shape shift into a dog and you hear it, um, or use a magic spell to listen at the tent. Or do you have a data cube that you steal with the coordinates of this asteroid base? Like, how do you do it? How do you get the information? And so one of the things you should do with this is you should figure out, like, what they need to do to break in to this situation. Like, and if it's just like a scouting the area, it's the same sort of thing. It's just not as involved. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to sneak up on the enemy encampment. We need to watch the enemy encampment. We need to avoid the enemy uh, their own scouts, their own patrols, right? So like, and there could be la- layers and layers of that. So what I would do is I'd create a chart. Um, yeah, I know, shocking. I'd create a chart that has an obstacle, the location of the obstacle, the success role, and what happens if you fail and how you can recover. So let's just do a thing. So you're, let's say you're in a, um, you need to get to the enemy's tent, the battle general's tent, and you need to overhear the contents of what he says, and you need to get out. Mm-hmm. So your team sneaks up. They have to avoid three guards that are on patrol. Where is it at? It's on the perimeter of the base, or it's like around the base. It's a stealth roll of 25. If they don't hear it, they have the opportunity to basically disable the guards. So the guards will sound the alarm in three rounds. So you have three rounds to incapacitate these guards before one of them calls for help. If you don't do that, they call for help. And now you have to either choose to abort the mission or try to go in knowing that the guards are on full alert. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then you have to navigate the enemy's encampment. But you can't do it in your, maybe your form. So maybe the idea is, or maybe you do, maybe the idea is that you you actually wanted to take out these three guards. So you did your stealth 25, you did a surprise round on them, which gives you four rounds now to take them out. And now you dress up like the guards and you go in dressed as the guards, right? Classic, you know, I'm going to dress up as the enemy. Or maybe yeah. you shapeshift or maybe use magic or something like that to make you invisible so you can get to the area, 
regardless of how you're doing it, you have to somehow get into the enemy encampment without being spotted. Even if you're visible, you're still leaving a track. Somebody could accidentally run into you. If you're a dog, do they kill all the dogs on site? Do they kill the cats on site because they're suspicious of them? Or how do you, you know, do you not act like a dog and you got to roll the rolls to act as if you're an animal? You know, even though you're in an animal form doesn't mean mm-hmm. you act like a dog. Um, all these things, right? It just depends on what you want to do with it. And then, again, what happens if you fail? How can you recover? And then eventually maybe you get to the tent where the bat- the general's going over their plans. Cool. How are you remembering those plans? Can you write them down? Can you not write them down? Probably are. Probably chances are you can't write them down. So how good's your memory? Right? We could test that on the way out. These sorts of things. And now you got to get out safely. And I could have a couple of guards come to you. I could have a guard recognize if you did the, I stole one of the guards uniforms, the guard could recognize that guy's specific uniform because maybe there's a lapel pin or something that is very specific to that one guy because it was given to him by his wife and no one else has it. And he's like, you're not so-and-so. So you have all these options you can do. So what it leads to is this conversation of, there's only three likely outcomes for any kind of gather information or scout. One, you're captured, either all of you or one of you. Mm-hmm. Two, you're discovered. Or three, you're successful. Now, you got to be really careful with these, okay? Because one of them is, okay, you're captured. You're stripped of all your items. You're isolated from each other. If the entire party's captured, then you need to give them a way out. Otherwise, the captive player is waiting for an escape. And now you're kind of looking at this like hold until. Um, and here's the thing. Here's a disclaimer. I wouldn't do the whole torture trout tra- uh, troop. Sorry, I can't talk. Yeah, don't uh, do that. Don't do the torture stuff. Because most people find torture to be horrible, which is really a good idea. Um, I'm actually glad that human beings don't find torture to be a fun thing because our world's already pretty messed up as it is. So there's no reason to role play torture. I mean, the only way to do that, to be very, very, keep the game moving without going into something to trauma, to, to, to be a very, like, get under somebody's skin would just be, oh, hey, we're going to be doing this while they're trying to plan your escape. I'm going to update on you mark your health down to x and then so now it's just this thing of, it could be that but even then that might be too much for some people yeah uh, i would work i would ask your players beforehand about it regardless you could just do something where they're captured and they're being interrogated and there doesn't need to be torture for it per se mm-hmm. magic is at such a level that you can detect lies you could there's so many things where you don't i don't need to no i know you're lying to me yeah you know anyway Discovered is probably where things will automatically happen. And that's because they're going to fail a role and they might fail the um, recovery role. So they're discovered. And so maybe uh, all your players are discovered. Maybe only some of them are discovered. Maybe some of your players are discovered before you have all the info. So this is the classic trope of, you're downloading, you're downloading, you're downloading, and you get discovered, and you're like, oh my god, we gotta hold the door for like six more minutes because this thing's still downloading because I'm on the slowest machine in the world. And then I we have to get out, but we've been discovered, so it's gonna be a hard fought battle to get out. So that's kind of the idea. Hard fought battle to get out. Um, and at this point at this point, you you know, you could kill off a memorable NPC if you have one there as like a 
they sacrifice themselves to get your party out. That is a really good way to go. As long as the NPC is memorable and not just, hey, here's the red shirt for tonight and no one knows who the hell he is. You mm-hmm. really need to do a thing where they know who this person is. This person has been very helpful to them. And now you're going to kill them off because they made a mistake. To keep going with a Star Trek reference, a Jordy or a, da- or a Data is throwing their life against the line to make sure that you guys get out. Right, exactly. And then, of course, there's the successful option, which is the most boring of the three. But honestly, uh, you know, here's the deal. If every time you go into something, there's always they're always being captured, there's always being discovered – that's also not fun because that means that they're never going to succeed. And there should be some things where literally you walk in, you do your job and you walk out and everything's fine. I mean, your players are playing pretty decent characters. I mean, it's, they're better than like first level commoners by any stretch of imagination. I mean, to go into a a Shadowrun terminology. It's a milk run. In order for there to, in order for people to call it a milk run and it goes bad, there has to be milk runs. There has to be something like every milk run can't go bad. Otherwise, there's no such thing. And so the idea is, yeah, they maybe they get in and it, they get out and they make the stealth roll and they make the, the rollout. And maybe when you're walking out and you have that little surprise that somebody sees them, the guy looks at him and says, I won this pin off of him playing the game. And the guy goes, Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. And walks away. <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. Like there's ways to cover for the fact that he has, you know, you, you have somebody's really intricate pen that his wife gave him. Well, I won it in a game of poker. Oh yeah. The guy does have a gambling problem. You're right. I mean, you know, like I could see it, you know, so like, or maybe the guy offers to buy it from you. Well, mm-hmm. let me buy it back from you then. Okay. That's fine. You know, and you just get it out real quick. You know, <laughs> how much are you going to give me? Yep, that sounds good. Okay, give them the pen and get get out because you don't want to be stuck there. So it's like you could have some really cool drama and suspense without having to have them be discovered, without having to have them be captured, without having to do any of this stuff. But occasionally, yes, they're going to roll horrible and they're going to get captured. And occasionally they're going to roll horrible and they're going to get discovered. But if you make the success rolls so high that they're always, always going to be discovered, always going to be captured... You need to tone it down a little bit. Yeah. It needs to be fun. And it needs to be random in a lot of ways. They need to have a really good shot at overcoming these obstacles. But it can't be so easy that it's just there's no there's no real drama in it either. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's how you can run gathering intelligence and scouting the area as well, where you just throw in different obstacles against them with different DCs. When they fail, you don't immediately penalize them. You have the ability for them to recover from the fail. And that allows you to do... Um, if they don't recover, then they can be captured potentially or at least discovered. And if they are able to recover from all their failure roles, they have success. And it's still brought about a sense of suspense and accomplishment. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.